Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. My name is Maria Weiler, and I am one of your hosts on the Bold Women Podcast, and I'm here with my dear friend, Meryl Wilson. What's going on, everybody? Hey, everyone. Um, Today... Hey, hello, hi. and welcome. Hey, hello. Hi there. Um, Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics. I don't even say favorite topics, but just a topic that I relate heavily to right now in life. All the feels. Well, yeah. I mean, what a great way to start off the new year, right? Exactly. I mean... It's our first episode of 2024. Welcome to... Here we are. Ding dong. Ding the dong. Year, the new year has rung. Yeah. Crazy. Well, we're going to talk about some... We're going to talk about feelings because... We're just going to, you know, we're going to start off this year with a bang. Well, and just thinking... Typically holidays, New Year's, all those can tend to draw up feelings across the board. Times of happiness, you just had times with family too. Oh, I'm really lonely. I mean, like you have a spectrum of feelings that people tend to go through right now. Yeah, so, I guess, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a sensitive person? 100%. Try <laughs> not to be. I wish I wasn't. Okay. Here's the thing. I feel like I am sensitive, but I feel like I can somewhat control my sensitivity. <laughs> That's cute. Does that make sense? What, no, apparently you have a different opinion. No, you. how about this? How about you tell me if you think I'm sensitive? Yes. And then, <laughs> dang. Yes. Comma. Comma. <laughs> Explain. And then I say what I think about you. You want me to explain why I think you're sensitive? Yeah. Uh, at this, yeah, at this point in time. Because I'm healing. And not that sensitivity is bad. No, I'm not. I don't think that it's a bad thing. I, I think that you are, you are way more in tune with um, other people. Mm. than I would say that I am. And so you're sensitive in that regard. But you're also sensitive in this in the way of you're okay, we've talked about this. Yeah. Um, no, like go ahead. Knee jerk is your immediate response to something, especially if it may be perceived in a negative way, is like Okay, so I'm there's something wrong with me. Yeah. And you do not like it when people are upset with you. Yeah. Like that really bothers you. Yeah. If somebody's upset with you. And you get really, really bothered if you think that somebody isn't understanding where you're coming from. Yeah. So I hate being misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would say those things make you more sensitive. <laughs> Oh, are you okay? I'm mad. No, I'm mad. I'm mad that you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. I don't disagree. Okay. And I feel like I am at least in a spot in life that I'm aware of that. And I am actively yes. working on. Yes. Like healing the deep places that that comes from. Yeah. I think that's accurate. So I think you're doing great. Thanks. You're welcome. 
for example, today, I did get a little spicy in a meeting <gasps> at work. She got spicy. Well, let's hear it. Well, I was going to, do you want me to tell you if I think you're sensitive? You can tell the story first, and then you can okay. tell me if you think that I'm sensitive. Well, I did get a little spicy. And Go on. I, well, for me, guys, keep that in mind. So this is, baby steps are still steps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I was in this meeting, and um, this lady was talking about how she she didn't we were talking about like call like the amount of calls that were trying to come in and I was needing someone off the phones for a particular reason and they were saying that I was in the meeting that they didn't want them off the phones but that they could be off the phone on video but not off the phone in person and I was like with all due respect isn't it the same thing like can you please explain that to me because oh I'm asking that is a little spicy. I'm asking if it's the same thing. <laughs> and she says, I get where you're coming from, but no. Do you? Do, do, do you? you? Do you, Janice? But I, I don't did. Know that I, you do. I said, is, like, isn't that the same? Isn't that the same thing? Like, they're still off the phones. I mean, I worded it professionally, but I got a little, I was kind of pinned in a corner in this meeting. So I was feeling very like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. And then I also said, well, last time I had a meeting, I was told you had excess and now you're telling me you don't. So which one is it? Oh, how did Janice take that? We're just naming her Janice, by the way, because I just feel like she, Janice didn't, she didn't respond to that. Okay. Or she said, well, it's for the time and then January's in a bit busier. I'm like, I understand. However, I'm not asking to start in January. You guys don't know me anymore. Okay, Wyler. <laughs> new year, new, new Wyler. New year, new Watch me. out. <laughs> Whoa. All we'll right. See how, we'll see how it goes because I haven't had feedback from it yet, but uh, it's all right. Okay. I was very frustrated, and I did. I felt like I was very pinned in a corner, and it was one of those where, you know when someone's having a conversation with you, but they've already made up their, I don't know, like, that's like they've already made up their mind, but it's been one of those, like... Hey, I'm asking you to do something for me. Or like, we're supposed to be working on this project together, but I've already made up my mind about this project. And so I'm going to ask yeah. you these questions. But I'm really telling you. Like, I'm, but I'm really telling you oh, instead yeah. of asking you to be a participant in it. Like, we're asking you to partake in it. Every but we already, so it was kind of one of those. And I was like, why are you asking me the, all these questions? Then? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's what it was. But. All right. Well. It's all right. But I got, I got a little spicy. Well, I'm proud of you. That's great. Thanks. I was just like, and I had that moment where I was like, no, like, this isn't right. Like, the way that they're doing, like, the way this meeting's going and the way they're phrasing these, like, this is not right. Like, this is not how you do this. Yeah. So, freaking anyway. Janice. Okay. <laughs> well, what's your right. assessment? I think I know the answer, but we'll see what you have to do say. Do I think you are sensitive? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think no in some aspects. However, Generally speaking, I do think you are sensitive. Yes. I think you. I <laughs> you're like glitching. I think when, um, I think in a corporate sense, not as much. Because I feel like when, where you've come from and how you used to be was very much like, I don't care. I am who I am, which has been good. It's been good for you with your career. Yeah. And, and what you do. Mm -hmm. 
However, I do feel like as you have let the Lord heal a ton of you, your heart has become soft. And I think that you are becoming more sensitive, but I think as a whole, even like the, it's not even facade because you are very strong and independent like confident of self, but I do think you are very, as you told me, I'm too sensitive towards people. I think you are too sensitive towards self Mm. and that you're very, very quick to, which you've gotten so much better, but like pick on yourself and not give yourself grace in that any little thing you're like, Oh, I shouldn't have, Oh, why that? Uh, me this. So I think that way, I think that's fair. Moving into a soft Meryl era. Soft Meryl I've era. I've been here. Well, I've been trying to and make my way in here. She's been curling her hair <laughs> from time to time <laughs> to help bring in soft Meryl era. We're growing it out, you know? You know? It's the best way to cope. You got to curl it. I saw. Turns out you got to do something with your hair. I need to get one of those curling irons that just sucks your hair in and curls it. Because I cannot, I can do half of my head, but I cannot do the other half. Like the air wrap thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother skill. Cur- like wrapping your hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay, so do you think that you, would you consider yourself to be more emotional or less emotional than other people? And what makes you think so? I think this is a, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to say my personal opinion, I would say more. When I have talked with people, I have been told that, Maria, you are like you're human. And you're, a, you have more emotion because you're a woman and to not like believe lies of the enemy that you are too emotional because of what, um, kind of like the emotional abuse of go- going through that, where for a long time, I believed that I was way too emotional. Mm-hmm. So anytime I had emotion, I felt like it was not in its right place or I should not be. Yeah. I will say that being said, be- because of that. Sometimes I think when I do have emotion, it tends to be more um, intense. And then, like, it calms down. It takes me a second to be like, okay, this is coming from. Well, that makes me want to jump to another question. Okay. Like, what has been, like, what's your go-to emotional response? (sighs) Like, what's one that you are just, you're going to it? My immediate? Yeah, usually. Like, what's the most common one that you identify with? The most familiar emotion that you feel and express often. Everyone's got one, I think, in my opinion. I'm trying to think of that fresh that um, emotional wheel that has, like, the main, like, main emotions uh, on it. Well, um, Byron, pull her up. Because I don't think this was something that... Um, for the longest time, I don't think, and this was something that I've been healing with. I don't think I ever let myself al- allow myself to feel angry. Um, Say more. But I do think that, well, there's a tap to download button. Can yeah, you so zoom in? You got to pay for it. Okay. Um, Hold on. I got to zoom in. Um, my contacts are kind of blurry. Okay. So say more okay. about that. So there's happy, sad, disgust, anger, fear, Not surprise. yourself. Not allowing yourself to, um, uh, not allowing myself to feel angry. So I think, I think fear would be my go-to. Okay. Would be my, like my immediate. That's real. I would say. Um, 
I don't feel like I've let myself feel anger or express anger for a very long time. <laughs> Which is what I'm working on in counseling right now. So, um, because I think so much, well, within, within scripture too, like you hear, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Um, be angry and sin not. So, you, which is true, right? Scripture's true. Like, don't. Like, there's a reason it's in there. Um, but I think... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what would you jump to before oh, I get into that? Immediately anger. Anger immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, 100%. Anger and I know each other very well. <laughs> we are closely acquainted. <laughs> we are... Quite intimate. I'm looking at this little wheel thing. And it's Isn't like it kind of cool? It starts inward with, um, it looks like, six basic emotions. It's called the emotion kind of sensation up. wheel. And it's like anger, disgust, sad, happy, surprise, fear. And then it kind of spans out and uses other adjectives to sort of like fall into those different categories. And then it um, looks like it expands into uh, behaviors mm-hmm. that are tied to those. If I'm reading yeah. this correctly. Or that very outward part too is also like physical reactions. So yes, behavior or, or behaviors. behaviors. Yeah. yeah. Shuddering. The anger <laughs> the ones like loud words, flushed, heart racing, <laughs> clenching, tight jaw, <laughs> headache, numb, gut turning, feeling hot, lip curled. Well, a scowl. Oh, you yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, All right. What's my fear? Tender, blushing. What's that next word? I don't know. Uns- unsteady, cold. Tense, frozen, quiet, racing, heart, foot tapping, fidgety, numb hands, trembling. Checks out. I also think that I kind of wavered between anger and disgust because I'm looking at the (laughs) shuddering, (laughs) writhing, need to move, face scrunched, nausea, lump in throat, queasy, turn away. Yeah. Aversion, awful, disappointed, and disapproval. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Those were go-tos for me. I would say anger probably the most the is number what I one. would relate to more. Just I, I would say, as we were talking about me going into my soft, softer era, because the Lord has been working on your girl's heart. Um, but yeah, that was, and, and all of these stem from like deep wounds, right? Right, and 100%. So, and that's, that's exactly where they come from. And like, uh, anger was just a really easy reaction for me. And I realized like, you know, the more that I would get angry with somebody or the more that I would um, express anger, it was like, it gave me a false sense of um, control and power. Mm. Like people weren't going to bother me if I responded to them with anger, you know? So it's like, right. they just didn't want to mess with me. And so right, it was easy for me to do that. that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why fear is so much mine. But I'm like reading that one. I'm like 100% fear. Tender, blushing, unsteady, cold, tense, frozen, quiet, racing, heart, foot tapping, fidgety, numb hands, trembling, scared, anxious, insecure, inferior, unwanted, embarrassed. Which also comes from that like misunderstood Mm -hmm. fear. Well, I think that some of that comes from like, you know, you've been a people pleaser your whole life, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. That's something that you've been working on for a long time. So that, that like all of that ties in with that too. It's like, you don't want people to think of you a certain way. You don't want to come off a certain way. And 
Especially if that's it's, like not my intent. It's terrifying if they would think that don't about get me. the correct version. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. The um, but going into like how we we're talking about processing anger. Um, I was watching this thing, Alicia sent it to me and I was like, oh yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And then I knew it triggered something cause I called her to talk to her about it. And I just started like, and she challenged me. She was like, Maria, I don't think you've ever have let yourself feel angry. Like just genuinely let yourself be angry about something. Well, you should try it sometime. Well, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it can be really sometimes good. It can like, be really good. And um, I was sitting there because the article was talking about how, and it was talking about like when people are struggling with people pleasing mm-hmm. that like feeling angry is very hard because they do not want to be missed. Like all those things, like everything you just said, basically. Yeah. But this side of, um, I've like, and I think too, I'm so grateful because the home I grew up in was up and was very like a very peaceful home. But uh, like on the flip side of that too, is um like to for me to see people like if people get in like fights and stuff and they have heated words and like it gets tense I get very uncomfortable because I'm not good about being around it if that makes sense yeah because I didn't see that a ton or I was never around that a ton so if someone is upset like I think that's why I get so panicked because like I don't know how to be around that well yeah. And so I'm I'm like it's that hard coin toss of like I am so grateful for the home that I grew up in. But at the same time too it's like oh man, I don't hand, I don't internally do well around conflict because I didn't see boatloads of it. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. In a uh yeah, in a way. Sense. I'm just I'm I'm looking at you funny because I'm trying to picture I'm trying to figure out how Cause it wasn't modeled to me by my parents. Cause my parents were like, if they had a disagreement or whatever, like we never saw the yeah. conversation or we never I saw never them seen. like fighting or arguing with each other. But I say all that to say I'm one of six kids. And let me tell yeah. you, you get some, we all got different personalities, right? So yeah. it's like, you just put all those together. Plus, Adding in like my grandfather and then my uncle with Down syndrome who lived with us for a yeah. long period of time, then didn't live with us, then moved back in, you know, sister getting pregnant. She was in and out of the house. Like there was just so much going on. Yeah. And like, um, I think among like my siblings and then also, you know, just kind of watching like interactions with my mom getting frustrated with, you know, her dad or her brother or other family members or whatever, like, and I don't know. I mean, I would like to blame it on, like, our ethnic background, but that's a cop-out, isn't it? Just be like, I'm naturally, because we're Irish, so we're just naturally just going to yell at everybody, and, like, our hearts are on our sleeves, so they say. But Do they? Yeah. Oh. I mean, some, some of them are really nice, but then there's others just that are, like, just, you know. It is what it is. Ready to brawl oh. if you need to, I guess. Well, it's so uh, funny. If you're actually Irish and you're from Ireland and you hate that I said that, well, tough. Okay? <laughs> Sorry about it. Go sit in a corner and <laughs> have some tea or something. I don't know. <laughs> Calm down. Okay. I remember this. So this is literally, I know you talk, it's so funny to hear you talk Why about did your I, just go I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> She's on one today. 
I need um this I, we were yeah. talking about this and my mom growing up I remember her one time being like Adam like fight her back like trying to get at it my brother was the most even keel oh. could care less laid back and to this day he is very much that way I would physically fight my sister and I don't I never once got in a fight with my brother Regan and I all the time Adam was just pulling hair punching kicking all the things yeah I mean, it happened so much that, like, Regan used to just be able to throw herself on the ground and start screaming that I was hitting her, and I wouldn't even touch her, and then my parents would come flying and be like, <laughs> you guys gotta knock it off. <laughs> and I'd get in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. Of course. You. Regan. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's just funny, <laughs> which is t- totally different. I mean, 62 is drastically yeah. different, too, but Adam was so, like, just. Your parents are pretty chill, though. I mean, at least my dad, my dad is pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's probably where your brother gets gets it. Well, Adam and I laughed too. We're like, we are dad. (laughs) Like just some things about us pop up. But anyways. Okay. So (laughs) I'm going to, this is speaking of just, we're talking about family and whatnot. Yeah. Question for you. Do you find it easy to explain your feelings to another person? If so, or if not, why is it difficult? Um, Yes. I think it's easy for me to explain my feelings to other people. Okay. And I think that maybe that's just because of growing up in a big family and like having to, because your parents will make you sit down and freaking work things out with your sibling that you're fighting with or whatever and talk things out. And yeah. um, But I think also, you know, having been to therapy was very eye opening and helpful. It, I mean, I think I, I think I could express and explain and describe my emotions towards someone fairly well, but like therapy just made it even better. Like I have not always, oh, believe it or not, have not always been known to be somebody who has a lot of tact uh, when interacting with wow. people. Wow, I have no idea. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> therapy, then, you know, maturing and also just... You know, Jesus. Uh, yeah, and Jesus, like allowing God to work on your heart and shape that, you know, that has that has certainly helped yeah. uh improve that. And I think that I still have a ways to go, but I think that I don't think it's ever been super difficult for me. Mm-hmm. I I will say maybe when I was younger, probably I would say anywhere between like middle school and high school age, that was probably harder for me to explain or express emotions just because I was oh and probably my first couple years of college my um I would say it would probably it was probably harder than just because I was in a space in in that whole time frame of like of people pleasing too Mm -hmm. and then it was like once I decided that I wasn't going to uh concern myself as much with people pleasing then i like went the absolute opposite way which is why i say that i'm like i lack the smoothness that comes with having difficult (laughs) conversations yeah but i have learned that you just the more difficult conversations that you have which i for whatever reason in life have been faced with many Mm -hmm. um it's it's not like I like to, but it just, it, it's easier because you're just like, I just know I need to address this. Like, right. I know I need to. 
and got to get it out there because it's better out than in. What's the one? Um, I heard this piece of advice. I think did it come from Joyce Meyer? I don't remember where it came from. Mm. But it was basically <laughs> that um, thought of like, if you don't want to have a conversation about something, then you probably should. Yeah. And if you feel I think like, you're right. I think it was if her. I'm flying off the handles, I'm gonna talk to them about this right now. And it's like, mm, probably should wait a smidge. Maybe you should take several seats. Yeah. And I was just was like, oh, that's a good kind of general. Not saying you don't ever address it, but like, yeah, maybe I you shouldn't to, address it this yeah. second. I used to go one to a hundred real fast. <clears throat> like I, I don't know. I yeah. look back on that time in my life and also it was when I was just like really young partying a lot. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't walking with the Lord and like thinking about just, I mean, I was ready to throw down anytime and I I'm not kidding you. Like, I mean like throw down, like I was, didn't care if I had involved like me physically fighting someone. Oh, I'm <laughs> like, not faced. I believe I was it. Totally fine. And did not care. And so I would run my mouth as much as I could. And I took a lot of uh stupid like empty immature pride in in that and yeah. then like when i look back on that time i'm like gosh have you ever been punched in the face yes oh. a couple times okay. a few times <laughs> <laughs> i have yes okay <laughs> I, I was i was around for one wasn't i i don't know were you well not like around around but like in oh. the vicinity of the same city weren't i i don't know Hmm. Oh. Anyways, maybe just heard about it. Word on the street. I thought the girl got jacked in the face. Yes, she did. A couple times. Wow. Uh, well, anyway, crazy. What about you? <laughs> I have a hard time. Uh, go figure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen her face. <laughs> if I feel. Like you're going to give me space so I can try to explain myself and not judge me. I don't have a hard time. So That's if I fair. if I feel close enough to you, I don't have a hard time. Yeah. If I, but I will say if I'm, if I feel like I could be misunderstood, I do have a hard time. Okay. I think, why is this difficult? I have lots of thoughts right now. I feel like this is, I'm going to try my best to explain what this is like. So I think there's a few different factors. All right, let's walk through it. I am, I grew up in a very much like word of faith kind of church. Like you name it and claim it. You're very careful about what you say. You don't let any ill thing come out of your mouth. Um, That kind of thing. So, okay. although I do believe life and death is in the power of the tongue, I also think it can be taken to the extreme where you don't ever actually talk about what's mm. really like really there. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think that that can, I think it can be taken so, f so far where you don't allow yourself to like process what's actually going on and then say, okay, this is how I feel, but God fill in the blank Yeah. or, um, God, I'm asking you to come into this emotion because I know I shouldn't be feeling this. I do feel this. Help me get through this. Well, yeah. Cause I think that people have weaponized that verse. Yeah. It have weaponized it into, you know, silencing people, silencing teenagers, silencing women. Yeah. So I think there is an element where I, of like just within self of not wanting to say anything bad or mm -hmm. say anything that could not be faith filled or say anything that could not be, I sound like I have tons of issues. <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. <laughs> 
Uh, this is our podcast. I know. Go back and listen to any episode, and uh, I'm but sure there's still. a few where, I mean, you could point to one where I'm speaking <laughs> a lot, and you're just like, just getting Dang. ready. Well, this is what, this is so, and probably a good thing and a God thing, because okay, this is also, processing. this and is also fresh for me right now, because I'm really digging. Guys, the other day, I went into my counselor's office. He's been on a couple episodes, and I opened the door, and I said, Philip, I need to learn how to process negative emotion. <laughs> And he was like, well, we're here to cry today, aren't we? And I was like, yeah. And then he slid the trash can and slid the tissues over by me. I just picture me. you like kicking the door in, <laughs> but you wouldn't. You would just, I wouldn't. You would politely knock first. Well, he came out and got me and then opened the door. And then I just okay. walked in and I was like, ah. All right. All right. So, um, so I think that there's that element that has given me a hard time with it because I've o- never wanted to a say anything especially if it's like with a person, I never want to say anything bad about somebody because I always believe somebody deserves a second chance and to give people the benefit of the doubt, 10,000%. Mm-hmm. Um, so even like processing to be like, this person did this to me or I'm frustrated by this. I'm always like, okay, well, what's the reason why? Like it's always, how people treat you is always usually a reaction of something that's going on on the inside of them. Very little does it have to do with yeah. you. So never wanting to put something on somebody that shouldn't be there. Like that's just my heart. But, um, also I think sometimes like saying how I feel sometimes can feel like, oh, I'm lacking faith and that's never something that I want to do. But I know that kind of comes from that like word of faith where you don't say anything, like nothing bad should come out of your mouth. Like if, um, like if you're, if you're sick, it's not like I'm sick. It's like, I'm feeling sick. Like you don't ever take it as your own. Um, interesting. Or. Or just being very, very careful down to the meticulous, like meticulous words. Uh, so there, there's some of that where I think goes into play with it. I that also is a lot for the mind. It's a lot for the mind. Um, <laughs> to try and, but I'm just thinking about like, if you have to be that careful with how you choose your words before you say them, like it's a wonder you're even here chatting on this podcast today, Weiler. Oh, so. But do you see where maybe some of my... Yes, I can absolutely trap somebody into... Yeah, I know. It totally makes sense why, like, fear is, like, a go-to. Yeah. Um, So I think there's some of that. It's been drilled into your head for however long. Um, Then there is the side of... But then that part where I wrestle is, like, oh, I do believe. If I say over and over again I'm sick, I'm going to be sick. I'm speaking that over my life. Sure. So I think it's that, like, what's what's constantly coming out of my mouth. Not am I expressing how I feel and then I'm working through it. It's the, to me, it's the constant. What's constantly coming out of your mouth or what are you refusing to allow out? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Um, So I think that's a piece. And then the other part, I think, is not wanting to be, misunderstood so because sometimes it is hard for me to explain express myself I don't feel like I do it well or like for me to try to figure out how I feel sometimes is hard because I'm like okay I I'm trying am I angry right now I don't know I could be really disgusted I could be frustrated and not actually angry um am I sad right now or am I disappointed like trying to figure out what I'm feeling takes me a little bit um so I think sometimes for me to express myself, I have a hard time doing it because I don't know what I feel right away. Mm. And that's why I think I tend to be an external processor where I'm just like, give me time to talk it out and I'll get there. It just takes me, gives me, it, I just need some time. 
So I mean, for those of you who know me, you know I am an external processor where 80% of the things I say I don't believe or I don't think, but I have to get them out so I can figure out what 20% A lot of times it's really some real. detective work. Yeah. I have to ask you a few different few questions. questions. Or maybe the same question a few different ways. Yeah. Or okay. sometimes too, and I, I know you've seen it in me where it's like I have to talk it out and by the end, I'll say maybe something I said in the beginning, but I'm more reassured of it by the end. But that's because it's like I have to get all these other things out to make sure that that's not what I'm feeling or thinking. That's a really long answer for that question. I think it's great. Cool. Um, If you're feeling down, Meryl, how do you make yourself feel better? Uh... Couple different ways. Okay. Elaborate. Uh, I tend to, I know this is like not always the best thing, but I tend to withdraw mm. first and I'll take like, um, I like to take like a mental inventory of like what's going on. Like mm. I'll just assess. <laughs> and then um, sometimes I'll sit in my feelings. Sometimes mm. I'll listen to sad music to sort of, make those sad feelings come to the surface. <laughs> I know you guys, I know, I, I know I'm not the only one that does that. Um, but other times it can be good to just, uh, I have found, especially as I have been working on my relationship with Christ, that listening to uh, worship music instead yeah. is better. Yeah. Um, that'll, same result, crying. <laughs> I will cry. Right. No, I'll cry things out. But that encourages me into prayer. It, it encourages me into yeah. conversation with God and to invite him into my situation. And sometimes just saying to him, like, this upsets me. Like, this makes me mad. I, and even if I feel like I want to direct my anger or emotions toward God, I will do it. I'll be like, I mm-hmm. don't think this is correct, but I want you to know that I am feeling angry with you right now. And yeah. I know that that's not right. But like being able to just say that, I mean, it's so interesting yeah. to me. Um, I've tried to tell people this before too. It's like, um, cause you told me this and I don't think I understood it very well until I actually did it where you had told me, you know, like invite him into that space. Like, invite him into that. And for a while, I thought, like, okay, I think I know what she's saying. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't. Yeah. Because when I'm so angry and I'm so upset, like, the last thing that I want to do is bring God into the picture and have a conversation with him about it. And, man, I think I was was crying about something one night. Just ugly crying. And it was... And I just remember saying, (laughs) I just remember saying out loud, like, I am so freaking lonely. Like, I am so freaking lonely, I can't even stand it. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, just busted out into, like, even more tears, you know, snots flying everywhere and just not having a good time. But I can't tell you, (laughs) like, how much better I felt the next day when I woke up. Mm-hmm. Like after you say that, you sleep on it and whatever, you calm yourself down 
and then waking up the next day was so much different. Not not that like it resolved my problem or or you know made me feel better and I never felt lonely again. Right. But it was just like no, I just invited God into that moment with me and I just said I'm yeah. freaking I'm tired of being alone. I'm lonely here and I don't I don't like the way that this feels. I feel like this is how it's always going to be and I don't like it. Yeah. And sometimes like I, I don't know. I, I, I've said that to friends before, like just invite them into your situation, mm-hmm. like invite them into it. And that's what I mean is just, yeah. Well, just I think say it. he already knows that those feelings and emotions are there he and just he can't do anything with it unless yeah. we, unless we do that. And then times like the prayer that I've prayed is like, God, I am like, I'm like, I'm raging right yeah, now. I'm so mad. I'm so angry. Yeah. And I've even said the words like, I don't know how to ask you to come into this, but I know you need to be into it. That's a lot too. It's like, I don't even know how to, I don't don't even even know know how to, how to have you come into this right now, but I know I can't do this by myself. So help, like help. I can't tell you how many times I've also said, like, I don't even have the words to express what it all it is that I'm feeling right now, but I just need you to know that I'm feeling some kind of way. And I'm just, (laughs) I want you to be a part of it because I, I know without you, it's going to be even worse. You say that you want to be here through that. You mm-hmm. know all my thoughts. Okay, you know them, and you want me to express them. Well, here you go. Yeah. Well, and if you look at if you look at Job, Job. I mean, Job sure as heck expressed his emotions. God never belittled him for it. No, he didn't. And I think it's because he actually went to God with it. Like if you look at the difference between Job and Job's friends, Job's friends came to Job, basically tore him apart. Um, even though some of what they said was true, like they, there's things that they say about God that is true. It was not true for the situation. Yeah. But Job took his emotions directly to God, even his frustrating ones about him. And I've said that to God too at times. And then like you were saying earlier, like, God, I don't understand. I'm mad at you because I don't understand this. I don't want to be. And I know that's not the right perspective because Mm -hmm. I know you are good and I know you're faithful and I know I'm seeing this with such limited eyes and you see far more and you are much better at being God than me. Yeah. Um, but I, I was like, I, I don't want it inside of me cause I don't want to be mad at you. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting it out. So I, I don't stay mad at you because yeah. you're the one who I love so much. And I know you would never do anything to like, yeah. hurt me or to like, you have good for me and you move that way. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And that's, that's you, that's also, again, why it's important. You know, we've said this so many times over, over the episodes, um, over the last, you know, season or whatever that like, um, how important it is to, to get into God's word. You don't have, like, I'm not very great at memorizing scripture. I will be one of the first people to admit that, but I know like paraphrasing and me just saying, like, I know it says somewhere in there. And, mm-hmm. like, I'll quote a partial verse. And I'll be like, I know that you say that. And I know that I read that in there. And that's, like, just engaging in conversation. This is why it's important to read the Bible. Because when you are allowing God into that space, when you're allowing him into just the feelings that you're mm-hmm. dealing with and stuff. And then, like, I swear, it spurs scripture that you've been reading like you're like scanning through it in your mind like okay hold on I know I read somewhere that you said you work all things out for the good of those who who love you you. 
Like you're working this out for my and good. If you say that you love me. I've also read elsewhere in the Bible that says you can't lie, that you don't lie. Yeah. Okay. So if one plus one is two, then you're not therefore, lying to me then, about it. then you're not lying to me about it. And and you have to do something about it. And you promise that you won't leave me here. You promise mm-hmm. that you won't forsake me. You won't turn your back on me. You won't you won't leave me right here where I'm at. You want better for me and you want what's good for me and you want me yeah. to do better and to and to be closer to you and all of that. And so um yeah, that's what I do. Well, and a little tip for those who are maybe like just new to like trying to read scripture cuz sometimes it can be really daunting or it can feel like I'm not going to understand this and I'm going to be really honest guys there's sometimes I read scripture I'm like I have oh, no clue what that means all the time so I read through like, stuff and I just sit there and like I'm and I'll read it and I'll be like huh was I supposed to gain some sort of insight from this yeah and then nothing happens and then I'm like okay whatever but it's just a matter of reading it and reading it mm-hmm. and reading it and reading it and letting it sink in something will hit you down Eventually. the road when you read exactly it. And I was going to say, you don't have to get a revelation every single time you read the Bible. No. And what that, what revelate that, what that means is like where it hits, basically like it hits home for you. Yeah. You have a realization. A realization. Yeah. Well, it doesn't say there's the Bible app that Life Church puts out. And Mm -hmm. if you're new to trying to read scripture, I would highly recommend getting that. And then they have little like Devo plans you can do that you can pick an array of topics. You could even pick a topic. How do I read the Bible? And they would have a plan they on there for have, you. They even have, um, they call them topics, but it's emotions. Yeah. It's like, there was one that's like anger, grief, yeah. loss, sadness, loneliness. Uh, you yeah, know, you and it's pick, like, there's so many different just things. just called it emotions, but um, here we are with topics. Same thing. Same thing. So that would be yeah. something I would recommend if you're just trying to get into it and you're not sure where to start. That's a good spot. Find a topic that interests you. Type in whatever you want to know or what you're searching for. Or just how you've been feeling. How you've been feeling. Just an emotion that's coming to mind or whatever. Yeah. And it's going to give you like a little reading that someone's written about it. That's Mm -hmm. going to help that make a little bit more sense to you. And then they'll have like actual scripture that you can go look through and it'll take you right to it. So you don't have to try to figure out where it is. So I recommend that. But um, yeah. So. I think that's pretty cool. Is there anything that you would do? Because I know that yours, you would probably do similar stuff. Similar. Um, I, depending upon my mood, if I'm feeling very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If I'm feeling very, like, self-loathing, mm-hmm. if it's, and in all honesty, of like, the mm-hmm. woe is me, because mm-hmm. be real honest, we all have those moments. Um, I will force myself to put on the really upbeat praise music. Um <sighs> That only makes me mad. <laughs> I got to start with like the. You got to start out. Um, got to start out with the sad, the melancholic. <laughs> and then I work my way. And you work your way. But that's something that sometimes I force myself to do where if my emotions are screaming at me in the way of. Because I also think that if we make all of our decisions based off of our emotions and we live off our emotions, our emotions are so fickle. They can change mm-hmm. on a dime. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it's very dangerous to like base life off of your emotions. Yeah, so you think about all the people that get married just because they feel in love. In love. Yeah. And they, they feel like the person loves them back. Yeah. And then when emotions are gone, oh, I heard this said this was so good. Or the emotions change. Yeah. Or the emotions change. Um, I heard this said, the pastor said once said, I make a vow when I get married just because I 
I, there'll be a time when I don't feel in a vow, like trumps a feeling anytime. That's why mm. we make vows. Yeah. I, I don't promise to feel love for you forever. I'm promised to choose love for yeah. you for forever. And I was like, yes, so yeah. good. Your mom even said something like that at one point. I think she about, said, about I love marriage. you. I love like, you, but I don't like you. Yeah. 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 Very true. Yeah. Um, but you're not always going to love your spouse. No. But you choose to. By golly. But I think that's the th- one of the things that our culture isn't great at is like when the emotion change, they're really quick to be like the spark faded or whatnot. And it's like, man, you just hit a tough spot. Right. But that's my two cents. Oh, but um, that's your two cents on how to make yourself feel better if you're feeling down. No, that's just my two cents on that thought. Mm. But I will say, yes, yeah, I always put myself or I'll put on that music because I know I like I need to be grateful. Mm-hmm. So I think um, if I get in moments to or just start listing, sometimes what I will do is I'll start listing off things that I am grateful for. Mm-hmm. And it can be as little as Lord, I'm thankful that I can see or if at the sun's setting. I'll say things like, Lord, I'm thankful that I get to see this beautiful sunset and like I actually have sight that I know what this looks like. Mm-hmm. Or I'm so thankful I have great friends and I have a roof over my head and I yeah, have food in true. my stomach. That's and I definitely have, something that's helped me too. I just start calling out and saying just it being out grateful loud. for everything. Yeah, like not not keeping it quiet into yourself, but yes. speaking it out loud yes. so you hear yourself say it. Yep. Um, another thing that I I tend to do is I change locations. So hear me out. Like if I'm feeling like, woe is me. and I am so like just sad and whatnot. Um, I'll, I'm getting better about letting myself feel that, but then I might get up and go for a walk and go outside. Like I'm changing what I'm doing. So my, my mind is forced Mm -hmm. to have to work in a different way. So it can't like spiral down into this continual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wallowing you just I guess, get up and do like 10 push-ups or something like yeah. doesn't like doesn't, doesn't have matter. to be anything but just, just make myself move and do something reset yeah um, and then ultimately like prayer too and lately or just as in healing and showing emotion is like we were just saying god i feel this way i know this isn't everything but mm-hmm. i ask you to come to it and help change my heart i think that's one of the big key factors is lord change my heart towards this because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel this way for forever and not that my feeling isn't valid, but move my, like just move my heart to make it more like you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. Um, I like what you have here and this is from gotquestions.org. It says when we feel angry, it is important to be able to stop and identify what, um, that we are angry, examine our hearts and determine why we are angry and then proceed in a biblical manner out of control. Emotions tend to not produce God honoring results. Kind of like how we were talking about you don't want to just be led by your emotions. Um, human anger does not produce ri- the, the righteousness that God desires, and that's from James 1.20. Um, our emotions, like our minds and bodies, are influenced greatly by the fall of mankind into sin. In other words, our emotions are tainted by our sin nature and what is it? What, and, oh my gosh, sin nature. And that is why they need control. And the Bible tells us we are, are to be controlled by the Holy Spirit from Romans 6. Ephesians 5, 15 through 18, 1 Peter 5, 6 through 11, and not by our emotions. If we recognize our emotions and bring them to God, then we can submit our hearts to him and allow him to do his work in our hearts and direct our actions. At times, this may mean God simply comforts us, reassures us, and reminds us we need not to fear. Other times, he may prompt us to forgive or ask for forgiveness. The Psalms are an excellent example of managing emotions and bringing our emotions to God. 
Many psalms are filled with raw emotion, but the emotion is poured out to God in an attempt to seek his truth and righteousness. So this is part of that article. Um, do you want to read the other part of it? Sure. Okay. So it goes on to say, like, sharing our feelings with others is also helpful in managing emotions. The Christian life is not meant to be lived alone. God has given us the gift of other believers who can share our burdens and whose burdens we share. And those sources are in Romans 12, Galatians 6, 1 through 10, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 5, and then also here in Hebrews 3, 13. So fellow believers can also remind us of God's truth and offer new perspective. When we are feeling discouraged or afraid, we can benefit from the encouragement, exhortation, or that's encouragement, Mm -hmm. and reassurance other believers provide. Often when we encourage others, we ourselves are encouraged. So likewise, when we're joyful, our joy usually increases when we share it. So allowing our emotions to control us is not godly. Denying or vilifying our emotions is not godly either. Mm -hmm. We should thank God for our ability to feel emotion and steward our emotions as a gift from God. The way to manage our emotions is to grow in our walk with God. So we're transformed through the renewal of our minds, according to Romans 12, 1 and 2, and the power of the Holy Spirit, the one who produces in us self-control, according to Galatians 5, 23. Uh, we need to highlight, we need to da- highlight, where did that word even come from? <laughs> Goodness. We need daily input of scriptural principles, um, a desire to grow in the knowledge of God and time spent meditating on God's attributes. We should seek to know more of God and share more of our hearts with God through prayer. Christian fellowship is another important part of spiritual growth, and we journey with fellow believers and help one another grow in faith as well as in emotional maturity. And that made me think of like the question that I had up here earlier that just was going to say, like, what's the difference between someone who is, you know, ruled mm, by their emotions mm-hmm. and someone who is not? And, like, what does that look like? Yeah. And, you know, after reading that, but also just like reflecting on that question is like somebody who is ruled by their emotions is someone who is not in control, someone who is not in control of themselves. And you can see that it's very obvious. And then, you know, somebody who who is in control, uh, somebody who is not ruled by their emotions is in control of Mm -hmm. their emotions, is, is in control of themselves and they just carry themselves differently. What is the word? Emotional intelligence. Yeah, they're gonna think. The they're gonna think before they speak. Yeah, that's something I've definitely been working on myself, and I know that that's I've I have seen it improve in myself. I used to be such a stinking hothead. It was bad. It was really bad. I know that I've said that you know more in more or less words like throughout this episode, but yeah, you guys, <laughs> you're like you guys. I was such a different person. It's so weird to think back on that time. You know, just without God, it was like I just. Anyway, um, but then seeing that in contrast where it's like if somebody says something that like makes the muscle right at the base of my neck tighten up and that does happen. Like mm-hmm. that is, <laughs> that's like your physical response that, yeah, that's a physical response to me getting angry now. It's like, that'll happen first. And then before I even say anything, like I am just like staring and hopefully the person isn't right in front of me because I there's one thing that I do not have control over and it's my facial expressions. And so usually <laughs> people are going to know how I'm feeling about something before I can even say it because my face says it all, which is okay. Cause I'd rather my face say it before I actually say something. Before something I'm comes out. So anyway, I now it's like that I get that super tightening. Like it's almost just it all it's painful. Meryl says she she's gonna glitch is kind of the Yeah, key. I'm like, ah, I'm like <laughs> I feel like that's what's gonna happen. But then um 
but yeah, I'll like stare and then I just, I have to sit there and I've like, it's taken a really long time for yeah. me to practice, like keeping my mouth shut and not just shooting off like yeah. immediately. It's taken a really, really long time for me to do that, but I'm getting better. Sometimes I can't, but <laughs> you are doing so good. Sometimes I cannot. You're like, Sometimes I cannot but you're hold it in. her eyebrows give it away first. Yeah, and the then the rest shoots. of the face. It's the like a shoots zing. <laughs> yeah. It's a shoots up, comes back down, and then you usually see her rub her forehead or make some type of... I <laughs> always see the video clips of Killian Murphy, like, making these crazy facial expressions at people because he, like... Oh, yeah, those are funny. ...doesn't believe in social media or anything, so the rare times that he's on camera and they're, like, asking him questions, like, you can just see it on his face, he's what like, he's thinking. Uh, and I'm like, that's my, he's my spirit animal. Like, he, th- that's what I do. That is what you anyway. do. It's pretty spot on. Yeah. I've seen the clips. I'm like, that is, that is Meryl. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think something else, like, by being ruled by their emotions is someone that makes um, crazy decisions. Like, where you just see, or impulsive, maybe would be a better oh, word. Oh, impulsive is good. Um, like, an impulsive decision maker. Um, so... Uh, for you, I know mean, you use the word like for we were talking about relationships, but like I'm so in love, I'm gonna just do whatever. Versus like, okay, do you know the person's favorite color? I'm gonna have sex with them on the first date, um, because yeah. I just feel like this is such a great connection. So I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just like, gonna go or, with it. Um, yeah, and I had like, uh, what? I had such a great experience on vacation. I'm moving here. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, like just like okay, that's cool. You could, and it could be great, but like. Stop, take a second, pray about it. Yeah. Like, slow your roll. Pump the I think one turbo. of the things, too, like, part of the fruit of the spirit is patience. And part of the fruit of the spirit is self-control. So, I feel like when our... I if think those are the two biggest ones, the most challenging ones, yeah. I think. And if we're being led by our emotions, we don't have patience and we don't have self-control. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Sure. Do you think, okay, so I know that a lot of women listen to this podcast, and I know we mentioned at the beginning. We got some fellas, though, too. We got too. some fellas, though, too. I hear you, guys. Oh, let's go. And we had Byron on towards the end of last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've had some dudes on. We love we love ourselves. We love some, ourselves. Some, some guys, that, guys that are brave enough to, come A, in. come on to the show, and B, you know, listen. And C, hang this out with us. Insightful and interesting, yeah. I hope. And they always share stuff back with us. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but I know in the beginning, you, I forget what question it was you asked me, but where I, where I said that, um, I've had people tell me, but Maria, you are a woman, and it's okay. You do have more emotion. Do you think that women are more prone to men um, to act and rely on their emotions? Oh. Or actually, you could say it this way, like, it's often said women are emotional beings. Do you think it's really true? Why or why not? I. This is generally speaking. The original kingdom agenda. No. Disagree. But I think that we are in a society that has groomed women and men to act and behave a certain way. And it's like, it's Explain. okay. It's okay for women to express emotions. It's okay for women to be emotional. It's okay for women to openly cry in front of other people. It is not okay for men to do any of those things. It is not okay because mm-hmm. you are seen as soft. You're seen as weak. You're seen as, mm-hmm. you know, um, a, a beta. 
<laughs> if you're a man and have emotions or you know how to express them appropriately. Now, and and I think that that's, I think men are more capable of, say, compartmentalizing them when they need to because when the occasion calls for it, like, Men just instinctively know how to shut that off if they need to. And that's why we need them. And that's why we love them. And that is why they have the role of protector in the home and all of that. I mean, that's why I feel like leader. That's why men, that's why men are predominantly like leaders of nations. It's they're just able to separate certain things. I think that's more difficult for women. And I think that that's okay. Yeah. I think that's okay. But I don't think that, um, I think that if our, if this country, if the United States came up more, more committed to the original like kingdom agenda of who it was, I think it would, I think, I think men would be like, if there wasn't sin in the world is what I mean, really. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that we would see men that are more emotional, I guess. Or, but they would just be like, they would have healthy ways of expressing it. And, and, and there wouldn't be, you know, a fear of expressing them or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Part of the reason why men bottle stuff up is, is, is because that's, we've just raised them to be that way. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily the right way. Right. I agree. I think that women our brains are wired very different. Yes. And I think we have hormones that assist in those emotions. Yes. And women have been gifted with a sense of intuition that men just do not have. Do not have. We can feel and sense and understand things on a completely different level than men do. I don't even know how to explain that myself, but I know. Yeah. Well, We can read between the lines of a lot of things. Of a lot of things. Well, and we have... Um, women just tend to be more nurturing. So I think sometimes that gets mistaken for like emotional where it's like, no, I'm actually like what's true. in me is to be more like nurturing towards something. Yeah, true. Um, uh, there's a pastor, Mark, is it Mark Grunger? Gunger? Grunger. And oops, sorry. I was playing with earrings. I took earrings out cause I, we have mm. headphones on. Um, oh. these are my new ones though. They're super cute. Okay. Um, but so he does this thing, it's called Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage. And he talks about how men's, like kind of like how you mentioned, men's brains are boxes. And like boxes don't touch. So they have the ability to compartmentalize. And then he talks about how in the middle of men's brains, there's one that has nothing in it. And they go there as oh, much as yes, possible. But like in the way of like, and this is generally speaking, I wish this I had is a not space saying like that in my brain. I know. And he said his wife one time was like, Can I come to your nothing box? And he was like, No, because <laughs> you're going to put flowers in there and a table and a chair. And then there's going to be stuff in there. And I want nothing <laughs> in there. Taking up space. Taking up space. That's funny. Uh, but he's saying, like, generally speaking, right? Yeah. Like, it's not every single person. But then he said, Women's brains are typically like a large ball of wire. Like, every. Everything's connected to everything. And then he said this, and I was like, oh, that's so true. He said, if you make a woman feel some way, she won't forget it because everything is so wired together. So he said- uh, oh, It would, sure won't. And that's what he said. Like, if, so, if you make her feel a certain way about something, she will remember that for the rest of her life because it's tied to so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why a woman, I think Maya Angelou said that people remember how you made them feel. 
mostly. I mean, that can apply to men. I think it can apply to women, too. We're also talking about women. But she, yeah, just in the way he's talking about how men compartmentalize and women yeah. cannot. And he said, that's why he's your wife. He's, he was like, that's why your wife will wake up in the middle of the night and be like, did we fold the dish towels? Where it has like nothing to do with anything, but somehow in. I saw a really funny reel the other day. It was Trey Kennedy. <laughs> it's like, what my, what, what your wife does at 1130 PM. And he's like sleeping or whatever. And then she's hovering over him. And she's like, we've got to go through the calendar. <laughs> we've got to plan everything out. <laughs> We need to go through every detail. And he's like, no, 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 you have the optimism of an opossum. What's going on? You shouldn't even be up this late. And it was like, what? like it was why really now? Funny. Why? Really what funny. on earth? That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. Um, yeah. Okay. To kind of round this out. And yeah. like we read this article, we talked about the women, but are there times, and we've talked about not being controlled by our emotions, but are there times where it's good to act based on emotion? Uh, Yeah. For example, uh, when fight or flight kicks in, that's the most basic answer. But is that really emotion or is that like survival? Well, it's survival, but what's going to motivate you? Fear? Fear? So. That's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. I'm that pretty sure I'm not going to. Yeah. Okay. Here's this thought, though. I'm curious at how much of our culture lives in constant fight or flight with like elevated cortisol uh, right now. We all do. Yes, lots of it. And it's increased. And it's increased and it's, we're not healthy because of it. Yeah. It's very bad. Uh, oh. A good time. A good time to be acting in emotions. Fight or flight's a good one. Fight or flight's a good one. Um, I think also when, um, oh, okay. So talking about biblically righteous anger. Yeah. Like it is absolutely okay to, um, you know respond with anger when you see all of injustice the injustice yeah injustice in the world people who don't have clean water people who um you know don't get fed every day they don't have adequate clothing housing yeah. you know that sort of thing that's that's absolutely an okay time to like react emotionally or let something be moved like yeah let allow that to move you and you know sometimes i can just motivate you to take action or whatever right. the scripture of um don't let the sun go down on your anger i think is more specific to like i know we have beef we should work this out and not let like years go in between and now i don't speak to someone that i was once close with because i couldn't true do that i thought of that more in like the sense of like if you're arguing with your spouse or whatever that too but I think it, it goes across the board for everything. But sometimes I feel like, you know, it's like you do need space because I need to collect my thoughts. But I, I think at like that point it would be. But hey, I guess if the intention is we're going to get back together on to this. this out. Yeah. But right now let's give each other the space to process some stuff first. And I think the reassurance of we will work this out. Yeah. I love you. I'm not going anywhere. But we're going to we're going to come back to this. Yeah. What's that like? I don't That's know. Question. Can't say. Wow. <laughs> Um, but that in, and don't say, I think one of the things that we did not do well is like being, being that way and then never coming back to it. Cause in the morning we did not well. Oh, you and your ex-husband? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, in this, the space of, yeah, my, my ex and I never did. Yeah. 
but in the space of like, okay, emotions aren't as all the time. Yeah. So, like your emotions aren't as high in the morning. You got sleep. Oh, it feels better. Like let's not, we don't need to hash it out. No, we, you still should hash it out. You still should hash it out. Yeah. That was not, yeah, that was not a thing that we did either. I was, uh, all right, just going to walk away in a huff because two people, like one person is getting emotional. The other person's shutting down and then we'll just give it some space and then we can like act like nothing happened, yeah, I don't love which that. is, I hate that. Yeah. I think one of my biggest, and I think one thing that is so beautiful is that true, genuine, like confrontation and working through things actually does make you so much closer with somebody. Yeah. Like it to me, it means I look like, forward to that. Like I, like that means that I, I trust you enough and I'm letting you mm-hmm. close enough to be able to mm-hmm. have that deep intimacy with me. Yeah. And that, um, is actually going to make us better. Cause we got through, like we worked through that together, that there's more intimacy in that than yeah. there is in just never fighting or arguing or disagreeing on something or, you know, having those kind of hard conversations or why are you so emotional lately? Let's dig through it. And yeah. like someone to do that with you. I, to me, it's well, and somebody that like wants to work through that. Yeah. You know, like, like I, I want to do that with you. Like, I think that's, Ugh. I can't wait for that for both of us. Yeah. I'm very excited for that. Super great. It's gonna be so great. Okay. Well, I have no more thoughts, I have no on, more thoughts on this. So, Oh, I do think, Oh, this is what oh. I wanted to say. Um, before you close, JK. just to reference, if people <laughs> wanted to look up, <laughs> Someone wanted whoa. to whoa <laughs> wanted to look up the um the wheel that we were talking about and using. I just wanted to give credit to the lady who this particular one. Lindsay it's the called Brahman. the Lindsay Brahman. It's called the emotion sensation feeling wheel. It sounds like it should be in which you know what? It might not be bad to put this in kindergarten. Teach them when they're young. I don't sure. know. But yeah, that's who that's who did that. Yeah. So that's where that's from. All right, gang, it's that time. I hope that you liked this first episode 2024. of the year. Yay. Wow. Nice and light topic. Hey, guess what? We got more to come. What this year's going to be. Oh, buckle up. Buckle up, baby. Buckle up. Yeah. So you know what to do. Find us on socials. Take a screenshot of this uh, episode on whatever platform that you're listening to it on. And tag us. Tag us in your stories or slide into the dms and let us know we want to chat yeah like any ideas for topics or you know stuff you want to chat about you have questions about episodes whatever or if you know you just want to say you like our hair want to say hi then hello okay all right guys (laughs) goodbye bye